Hello everyone and welcome to episode 16 of Requiem! Yay! It's been two weeks that we haven't that we haven't done this and we're back now, so that's pretty cool. Um so before we we do begin everything, I would like to remind you that if you're watching this on Twitch, well, we're streaming this on YouTube as well. And if you perchance have watched this on YouTube after the live stream happened, well, we do live stream these, which is pretty cool. Um, but anyway, that doesn't matter. You guys already know about uh, about all of that. We have we have a few big news. One of them is Spotify is fully functional. Um, we already talked about it last time, but I'm just reminding you. And the other one is that my friend Mick here has joined me in baldness, <laughs> even though his his is less less you know harsh than mine is, and his was, was voluntary. Like, I was like, yeah, my character's a sailor. I need to go to the navy. So I, I, yeah, and I need to shave my head. Yeah, well, it there you go. And still, and still, the man fucking has more hair than I do. And, and you know, it is. It's it hard is, out here. He's freshly shaven, and there we are. Anyway, that those were the news. So, uh, since that's been uh, talked about, uh, we're going to talk about some other news, but we'll do so post intro inside of the game, so that you guys, you know, know where we are and, and all, all of that shit. So. As per usual, let us get right into the next episode of Requiem. And we're back so as I was saying <laughs> you guys can yeah you're done you're done you're, you did well um, as I was saying Man, I, I tell you guys I go to the Navy and you guys do this sorry excuse now I'm triggered <laughs> well, shaking my head as, as I was saying before we do continue on with uh, with the episode our boys and ladies or our boy and ladies leveled up um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about their level ups, um, and, and see what they did. So let's start with Hasdral here. Mick, what did you do for your level up? Um, I, uh, I got some hit points and I got an ability score improvement on wisdom. Very good. So you took another level in cleric. Wait, did I? Oh shit. Wait, probably. I probably did. <laughs> 
You probably did. Most, and you took likely. another level in Cleric, right? So you're level 12 Cleric Yes, sir. Now. I'm level 12 Cleric. Yes, that's right. All right. There we go. And then oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. 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 My bad. I didn't take Ability Score Improvement. I took Warcaster. Oh, there we go. A oh, very good, good feat. Yeah. Warcaster here providing advantage on concentration checks uh, for our little boy here, as well as a reaction cantrip for whenever someone exits melee range from him. Very good. Very good choice. And then let's move on to Vesper. What did you do for your level up? We went for another level in Monk, um, mm -hmm. and then I took Crusher. <laughs> you took Crusher! That that's So now that's... I no longer have a negative one on my strength. <laughs> that's gonna be... Crusher, Crusher's a, a fun thing to play to play with, and definitely fun for me, the Dungeon Master, to deal with. I get to walk you back! Yeah, you, get to, you get to bonk people away. Yes. Oh. And you get some extra <laughs> bonuses to bludgeoning damage and with bludgeoning deal damage dealing weapons. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's that's pretty cool. That's all I got, man. <laughs> hey, I got fists and I got a stick. <laughs> and that's all you need. <laughs> yes. And let us move on to Madam Violet. What did you get? Uh, I got a level in Paladin. So mm -hmm. I am now a fighter and a Paladin. So yeah, that was it. I can't yeah. choose anything else. <laughs> yeah, you don't get you don't get the level twelve feet because you're because uh, you're now um, multi-classing. But you know you'll get your rewards towards the end of the road, uh, hopefully. You're grounded, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And now, last but definitely not least, Emily, what did you do for your level up? I'm a pure bard, level twelve. I got some health. And I increase my charisma and my constitution. Oh, very well. So you went for, for the increase in two of your stats here. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. There we go. All right. Now that the level ups are all dealt with, um, what say you that we move on to a little recap of what happened last time? Because it's been two weeks. So even I need to recap things in my brain um, to know where we're at. I'm just kidding. I know exactly where we're at. Uh, Alright, so, my friends, last we left off, Velox Moors had finally saved the city of Sogok. They had arrived here uh, some days before with a port closed due to some strange disease that they found out was a curse. A curse that was part of a scheme by none other than the captain's guildmaster. Korath Brinejaw, who was the leader of a cult called the Abyssal Song. Well, our heroes fixed that problem, and then they found out that the problem went even deeper. No pun intended, given we're talking about water and st stuff and uh, whatever. Um, and said, said scheme went all over to Kaifum, to the Azure Estate, to two twin elves that some of them had seen before. Now, after they had pretty much solved this problem, another problem arose, which was an assassin, a leader of a group of assassins named Callisto. She, she, <laughs> she was, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, she was um, Violet's former boss when she worked here in Soguk as an assassin herself, and... Um, Having accidentally given her a position in the parliament, 
uh, the, the group of heroes here, Veloxmore, decided, hey, maybe it's best that we fix that. And so Violet punched the shit out of her. But Easy. in punching the shit out of her, <laughs> something else, something else appeared. Something else um, came out of Callisto, quite literally. Well, after those issues were fixed, our heroes were, or even before that, oh! We lost, we lost, we lost Mizzy. Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure Man she moved. Down. She touched the cable on the camera, and the camera just... Uh, no, wait, I did on purpose. Oh, you so... did it? <laughs> my, my camera is, is flickering. Oh, there you go. She's back. Anyway, as I was saying, um, they spoke with the crowd, call you the king here in Sogok of this uh, sort of city-state. Um, and they actually they actually arranged to meet him uh, the, the following day, and so they went to sleep. In their sleep, first or before the sleep, actually, our cleric Hajral got some guidance from his god, Dalgar. Oh god, <laughs> the, the cinematic <laughs> zoom. Um, <laughs> Damn. Dogger. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, and after that, Violet took her oath as a paladin to the goddess Maedrith, and also got a pretty fun sticker on one of her hands drawn by Emily herself. We, we must we must not forget this detail. Now. That being said, Emily, we need to have a conversation. Oh, do we? We do, because you've hurt my, my feelings. Well, you've hurt Kent's feelings. Oh, no. <laughs> no! And so now, there will be vengeance. <laughs> We're going to fight a level one guard. He became a vengeance paladin. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back now. So, Emily. After your shenanigans on Violet's hand, you decide it's probably best to just, you know, go to sleep. You go to bed with a great sense of accomplishment, not just because of the drawing in Violet's hand. Because of this whole ordeal that you've gone through. Part of being an adventurer is, well, saving people in need. And definitely, you've done that. Maybe part of you feels a little bit bad regarding the situation with Kent. But then again, it's the right thing to do, right? There's something you've been pushing down, however. Or at least you've just not been showing it as much at the surface. What you saw that night and the way it saw you, it was terrifying. There's something viscerally wrong about having your entire life laid bare before you. Your family, your friends, uh, moments where you felt insecure, moments where you felt proud. Everything was seen all at once by something that somehow had always been there. A presence that has sat with you ever since you've been able to think. Nothing too uncommon, 
I mean, it is okay to be afraid of things. But the fear you felt that night is a thousandfold that which you're used to. It started to get difficult to ignore the fact that whatever that thing was, it knows where your family is. It knows that your family is your greatest weakness. You stand in the middle of a great fire. Flames curl around you and in front. A humble and homely tavern burns and people scream from within. The heat is real. The screaming hurts your ears to the point that you feel dizzy. At that moment, I'd like to ask you, with this vision in front of you, how frightened is Emily? Or what goes on in her mind? Uh, she's only thinking about her parents right now. And she's terrified that what they worked so hard for is just all coming down. Uh, am I currently like outside looking at the place? Exactly, um, as burning. it burns, as it burns. I would say that I, I want to get inside to try and find my parents. To very well, them. very well. As you think about moving, and you take that first step, you notice that you're not alone. This deep, dark horror breaks through every part of your mind. As if it was assessing things you forgot happened to you. The ease with which it navigates reveals how organic this presence that you now sense is. How it belongs with you. Perfectly fitting with all the little nuances of your mind. Finding every cur curve and corner of your conscious and even subconscious. Like it had done it way too many times before. Maybe not to you, but to people like you. You're struggling to keep up. You want to take that next step, to take the second step, but everything flashes into flames ahead of you. But as a storyteller, as a creative, dreams and nightmares have always been a source of inspiration. And one you've learned to focus through and slow down so that you may pay attention. And so, as you move in, or try to, there is one memory where the presence stops. It's using the fire to keep you distracted from it. But you can see just the edge of that memory, as if the door to your tavern, your burning tavern, is just a little bit open. It's a moment where you're sitting down with your mother at the tavern. You're small, very young, a kid still. You're looking at something that is on the table. You've seen this before, you've remembered this, but it seems, it seems different this time. It's in a way more precise. Now, what could that be? 
Emily, do you want to push inside of the tavern? I, I want to uh, see that memory. All right. Yeah. So, you open the door to the tavern, you push aside all of these flames of fear that try to overshadow it. And you witness the memory yourself. And you see on the table a book. It's an old edition, but the calligraphy is beautiful. With the first letter of this chapter being drawn with blue scales and a big lizardy tail. Your mother reads it to you. The sun was high in the sky and the wind blew gently on big blue scales. He flew high and he flew low, searching for his friends after the great night. Down on the road, amidst the meadows, he saw a traveler. And so he landed next to him to enjoy a spot of conversation and find news about the world. The traveler was not afeared by Big Blue's great size, for he bore a sadness in his shoulders that would not allow it. And then your mother makes voices. Oh, brave traveler of the meadows, what news bring you of my friends? How fare their eyes now that they see the sun once more? Big Blue yelled, flaunting a great smile. The Traveler hummed a song that Big Blue did not know, but immediately wished to. It was sad and mournful, as the man himself was, but also inspiring and alluring. He stopped his singing and lowered his hood, and lo and behold, a sight Big Blue had never seen. Who are your friends? The man spoke. If the Lord is who you seek, he is alive but wounded. If it is the viperous lady, she yet sits on her throne, whip in hand. The man's hair was like a stream of silver starlight. A song fills the tavern in that solemn moment, and your mother stops reading. A song, Little Emily, begins spontaneously, and a song that Big Emily recognizes. Are you bored, Em? Your mother asks you. No, Mom. I just thought of a song, like the, the one the man was singing. The tavern walls and ground shake, and you realize that the presence has not witnessed this yet. You've gotten ahead of it somehow, and there's a chance that you can alter it, that you can alter this vision. A chance that you can hide it away from the presence even if just for tonight. Emily, I'm going to ask you, how would you defend this memory? How would you alter it? I would sing the melody. You'd want to, to try and sing the melody to change the... the... Yes. All right. So let's... In order to do this, I'm going to require either a charisma or wisdom check from you. And I will say you are allowed to inspire yourself if you okay. want to okay uh yeah i'll i'll do it and i'll do it with charisma then all right let's do straight charisma check and then add your inspiration dice if you'd like to uh yes let's see Oui. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so that was an eight, and now it's a roll one d ten. Yes. Uh, which hopefully it's a, a nine. All right. Nine. Seventeen. Good. Seventeen is not bad at all. Do you you sing the song? The memory does not react to you. But your voice you you can see the sound being carried in in the heat inside as it is um that those heat lines start to form they respond to your voice and the entire vision becomes muddled and there's a strange reverberation that blocks the voices in the memory you're confident that at least for now it can't see that memory but it looks at everything else again and again and again and it looks for every moment you've heard it every moment you've known this song and you you can't help but see it look at it it's like you're side by side with it and every time you turn to look it towards your side it's no longer there there's something in your mind that has always been there something that you were born with and that since that night and since that day where you saw that murder where you saw Korath's eyes explode and you were given visions it seems like the connection between that part of you was made to something else and now that bridge is being traveled by this presence as if reuniting with a piece of itself and then as the flames vanish in the reverberation of your own voice you go back to restful sleep for the rest of the night. All right. Now, there's one person left and they just left. Come back here, Ray. <laughs> Sorry, I was checking on my sick son. <laughs> he was making noises. I had to make sure he was okay. Was he tooting? No, he was just licking his feet. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So, Vesper. While um, <laughs> while Violet and, and Emily are having these stranger dreams, <laughs> you're not having any dreams. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but there's something else that happens. There's a knock on your door. On the door to the room that they don't notice, but you do. What do you do? Seriously. I'm going to open the door. <laughs> You open the door and you look straight ahead of you and there's no one, but you look down yeah. and you see the bald <laughs> head of G. And Gramps um, looks at you in the eyes for a, for a little moment and he sees like he's trying to speak and then the words finally leave him. And he goes, Vesper, I need to talk to you. All right, Gramps. I'm surprised you're still awake. <laughs> me, me, me too. Come on. <laughs> and 
he takes you downstairs and away from this from the prying eyes of whoever could be listening since everybody here has fucking high perception or some shit um so he sits you down at a table um and and you see that that he's having a little bit of trouble and with, with with talking to you and saying whatever it is that he wants to say he's just kind of like looking at you staring it's all right gramps <laughs> uh, look vesper vesper I i've been thinking I, and I don't do much of that, so... <laughs> Better point. <laughs> it's... I, th I, I think it's best if I stay behind. Vesper kind of like... The shock is clearly written on her face, like just 100%. <laughs> no no hiding it. Hold your... Hold your... Horses. There's horses in this world, I think. Um... <laughs> y y I, I just think that, I just think that my place is here, w with the kid, I, I, look, you, you've spent a lot of your life protecting me, and I'm an old man, I, I know, but, but I don't need protection, I, I've got a metal arm for dog are sick. <laughs> I just, I'm worried. Vesper, that you're not living your life. Because of me. But, Gramps, that's... It's always been us. That, that is my life. Right, and see, that proves my point. God, I'm not <laughs> smart, but you're not either. Uh, <laughs> look, I... I I don't know if I can be of help in in this whole saving the world thing, okay? I've ever since this thing has gotten a hold of me that I've been having my doubts. It's 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 changed me, and maybe we can get rid of it t tomorrow, maybe. But what if what if what if there's something else? You've you've whatever. You've earned your place in this group. You've proven yourself as a warrior you've you've proven yourself as a friend and i i i i haven't done much for you other than to drag you around and make you worried <laughs> and, and 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 i lied to you recently and, and 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 that's not very nice of me and i i i just look i look at this i looked at this kid and I know I'm talking a lot, but hold on, I'll get somewhere. <laughs> I looked at this kid, and he's he's got no one, and and you you were there with me when I got no one, and I was already pretty old when I got no one, because all the ones that I had before they weren't very nice, uh, and I just want to do the same for this kid before well before my life is over. I don't. Maybe I don't want to... Maybe I don't want to bonk anymore, Vesper. <laughs> you don't want... Gramps, I... 
I I don't I don't know what to say. We've been since I was really just a child. When Arthur introduced us and all those trips we used to take, it was always together. And I've seen so much of the world at your side. Are you sure you don't want to continue this journey? It's it's not you. It's me. <laughs> wow. I I just <laughs> nice. I just I just sense that. I I'm 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 afraid there's things in me that I can't control, Vesper. And back back at the house, you saw what happened. I, I don't want that to happen whenever it's one of you and that that's that's in front of me and not a wall. I <laughs> I'm understandable. <laughs> and and I keep thinking about the kid. Uh, who are you gonna leave him with? Are you gonna take him with you in a ship to to the other side of the world to to danger? Because you're all heading to danger. And I don't know if I can make a difference there. I know all of you can. I have seen you. And I don't know how many years I have left. And I know that I can make a difference for this kid. I, I've i seen how he's interested in, in the things I do. And maybe I can show him a little. Maybe not much. But I can show him a little. And I can guide him. And I can provide for him. And I can help him. I've... I think that... I think that's where, where I belong. I don't think I... I know this may seem sudden, but... After you've fought for so many years, decades in my case, I... I maybe there comes a time where you want to hang up the cape. And I would have loved to, to have done that with you, Vesper, but I can't ask you to stay behind. Not after what you've done for all of them. How how crucial you've been to keep them together. And, and well, how incredible you've been at just fighting things. Which is something that I am incredibly proud of, maybe more than I should. Uh, <laughs> since I'm about to become maybe a grandparent, I should watch out, or another, uh, a grandparent to another child. I should maybe tone down on the violence. Um... But I want you to flourish now as yourself and not just because you want to protect me. She's going to look very seriously into his eyes, like reading him. I'm sure she sees complete truth in what she's what he's saying, right? Just from looking at him with his twitchy eye. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, uh, there's, that's weird. I don't know what, what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> he is being and you'll see, completely honest, yeah. And she'll start welling up tears in her eyes. <laughs> and she just grabs him and pulls him into a big hug. <laughs> oh. Against his will. Yeah. She's like, if that's what you want, the Gramps, then I cannot take that away from you. But when we finish this, we will go again together with the child and we will see this world. All of it. <laughs> All right. 
so that means you've you have to stay alive and so do you <laughs> yeah well you know with old age that that gets a little bit out of my control but i'll do my best i'll eat i'll eat my vegetables i have to make the ki kid eat his too so <laughs> don't think i've ever seen you eat a vegetable <laughs> yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll take a i'll take a bath too <laughs> you should definitely teach the child about his personal hygiene yeah wow, that's gonna be weird i never had to teach you anything you just kind of lick yourself squeezes him a little bit too tight <laughs> you've gotten a little bit stronger Feels like before you had negative strength, and now you don't. <laughs> I learned from the best, Gramps. The strongest man I know. Yes. Clink, clink. <laughs> She'll set him down. Still, still have tears, like, kind of in her eyes, kind of wipe them away a little bit. He helps you wipe them away with his little cloak. And he, <laughs> he hops on top of the table, and he crosses his arms with his tummy out. And he goes, now, since I'm staying behind, I'm going to need money. <laughs> wow. wow. Crazy. That's fair. We'll steal it from Violet. <laughs> All right. Um, there's, there's also another thing. I don't want to get into this whole thing with them. So we're going to make a deal, you and I. Whenever we're about to leave, I'm just going to hop on out. And then they're going to go crazy because, oh, G's not coming. And you're going to explain everything to them so that I don't have to. You always make everything difficult, Gramps. It's got to be the old age. I can do for you. <laughs> Thank you, Vesper. It's not really the least. You've done a lot of things and that is a lot. I'm not very good at goodbyes. And this, this, just this moment here with you, it's been taking a lot of thinking. And it's, uh, it's, it's difficult for me to put it into words, how I truly feel about you, Vesper. But I think proud is indeed the one word that I, that comes to mind the most. Thank you, Krebs. I, I will continue to make you proud. This I promise. All right, to sleep! <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's just and he climbs back up. All right. Oh. Vesper will just sit there and cry for a little bit. <laughs> okay. At at some point, someone brings you a drink, just for free, for the tears. Aww. Free free booze. My yeah, that's friend. the trick. You just go into the tavern and cry, and maybe someone will give it to you. Um. <laughs> All right, Vesper. So, wait. Jeez, my mouse. It is it dead? Did my mouse die? Wait. Uh-oh. I need my mouse to do things. Okay, it's back. Um <laughs> so Vesper after that you'll resume the short the long rest. So, from a mechanical standpoint, everybody here got a long rest. Uh, and so the morning cometh, my friends. Can I wake up first? <laughs> sure thing. What are you gonna do? Let's roll. I don't Let's know. Let's roll okay. twenty to see who roll wakes up first. You want to do up. that? You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's everybody roll a d twenty. Roll initiative. 
Yeah, let's roll initiative. Actually, let's do it, initiative. Let's do it, initiative, initiative to get out of bed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Let's right. do initiative. I got a dirty twenty. Four. Got it. Seven. Aww. Twenty. Dirty. Oh, two dirty twenties. Oh. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna roll rollies this then. Let's uh, you just roll a straight d twenty, flat d twenty. Whoever gets the highest, you win. Okay. Fourteen. Eight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Rigged. Violet wins. Mega rigged. Damn, we just uh, we just um, we just uh, actually gambled just for to see who <laughs> to see who would fucking. All right. So okay, Violet, so you Violet wake up first. Is... Violet wake Violet, not Violet. Violet wakes, wakes up. She sits on her bed and looks at the mark she has from Meodrif and takes a deep breath. And suddenly she has something strange on the other hand. <laughs> the what Emily. The fuck? Does it say the Emily? It says the yes. Emily. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I glance angrily to Emily. <laughs> I try to find a pen. All right, you're gonna go through her. She's the one who would have some those things. So you're gonna go through her stuff to find a pen. Yes. Um, or like it's a. Be tough. Yeah, some painting things. Let's uh, let's do hey. that then. I have a lot of instruments. <laughs> You're gonna make a lot of noise. It's gonna be loud. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna need you to roll an investigation check. Um, and I'll actually, actually, let me do this first. First, you're gonna roll sleight of hand check to see if uh, it's gonna go against uh, uh, Emily's passive perception because she's asleep. So it's gonna be the passive perception, and then we'll see investigation see if you find a thing. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Emily, what's your passive perception? <laughs> 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you, I, I'm, I'm, you decide how you wake up, but you do feel Violet go through your stuff like next to you while you're sleeping. So you decide what to do with that. All right. So I'm like currently uh, facing towards the other side. I have like my, my back facing her. Okay. And so I'll just like slowly turn with my eyes open <laughs> and I just. There. <laughs> Yikes. Do I notice that? <laughs> I am staring at you. <laughs> what do you think? I might be very concentrated on the on the bay. Well, if you don't, you will eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep being quiet, just looking at you. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you like as you're uh, going through her stuff, you then get like us. There's your sixth sense. The, the kind of tingles your spidey sense and you you look at you look to the side of Emily's like, eyes wide open can i quickly find a pen i'm gonna say not if not if she's looking at you you can't just just shoving my hand and trying to pull something okay if you shove your hand and try to pull something emily what does she find just randomly uh the egg shaker <laughs> i like the ch 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 Okay, you you pull. You're looking for a pen, but that egg-shaped thing kind of caught your attention. You pull it out and I put the egg shaker again there. And, and I, I say, stop you. No, uh, I stop you. Like I grab your arm, and I say, <gasps> "You want to join me? Do you want to <laughs> create a band?" 
no, go back to sleep. <laughs> and I put everything where it was, and I say, it's not over. And I storm out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've started a prank competition. Was is that what is what's happened? <laughs> okay, we started a prank competition. Yeah. Um, all right. Vesper wakes up very confused at what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> you you just see Violet storm out and Emily very hopeful looking at her. Like, I don't know if I want to ask. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, wait, wait, the, wait, wait, yeah. wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just remembered something. When I'm, I'm about to open the door, I stop. I close the door. I go to Emily. I smile. How did you sleep today? I start getting really suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? Are, are you feeling okay? I just had a bad dream, and I cast friends on her. <laughs> well, so what friends does is it gives you advantage on a charisma, on a charisma, on charisma checks against a creature. Well, Emily, while Emily is a creature, she is she is a puppeteered creature by a player, so. Violet, the effectiveness of your spell is only going to be really relying on you, Mizzy, and how well you do to convince Fish <laughs> and Emily of, of, what, of what you want to try to do here. Well, I know, I know I shouldn't have done that to try to find something in your bag, but I had this really, really strange dream, and I wanted to write it down before I forget it. Oh, you don't want to start a bet? We might start in the future, but we have business to do today. Maybe after. Okay. <laughs> we monster. need to talk to the king. And I told you that one day you would be playing at the Black Barracuda. Now it's gone. But the moment I find one tavern or inn, I will make you play there. But now I want you to play with me. I'll play the eggshells. <gasps> I start like grabbing the the pen and I give it to her. Okay, you got a pen. I do. Acquired. Yeah. yeah. You you have like I'm gonna say a quill and a little pot of ink so that you can write if you want. Okay. I mischievously look at Emily. I put the pen on my mouth and I jump on her and I grab both her hands. Oh my god, what's happening? Okay, um, I'm gonna say, Emily, uh, you're, to, to be able to, to get out of this, you're gonna be, uh, doing either acrobatics or an athletics check, whatever you prefer, versus Violet's athletics, because Violet's <laughs> the one forcing you down. It's athletics for Violet, and acrobatics or athletics for Emily. Okay. 19 for me. Jesus. <laughs> 14. Okay, so Violet's oh, no. on top of you. Okay, wait, we need we need the we need the special music for this again. Because oh there's some the sort clown of clown music? Yeah. There's some clownery on. happening here. Okay, so Violet's so on top glad of you. I didn't wake up first. <laughs> and I'll say, just, just relax, it's gonna be fine. And I'll and I'll, I'll draw a mustache on her. 
okay, this is gonna be very difficult because she's you're struggling, right, Emily? You're yeah, struggling. yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so <laughs> you somehow I don't know. You have ink on the quill already. Um, let's see. Okay, okay, sure. Let's um. Roll a dexterity or performance, like straight dexterity or a performance check for me, uh, to see oh. uh, how I well you do. Performance? I have no idea. It's it's me, you know. I'm influencing. <laughs> it's gotta be you. Natural twenty. <laughs> a natural twenty. Oh god, I <laughs> Natural twenty wasted on fuckery. You know, it's <laughs> classic D and D. No. My mustache so is happy. gonna be perfect, alright? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. So for a total of twenty-seven. Wow. <laughs> so this is like a pretty much impossible mustache. Um so do you have a specific shape you're going for the mustache? Salvador Dali. Oh, it's just all the way up to the, the cheeks. <laughs> okay. Well, Emily. Somehow in a, a an amazing show of penmanship and calligraphy. Uh, and also artistry, as you have never seen someone wield a quill with such precision that wasn't you, yourself, you see Violet draw this, these, these lines that somehow she barely moves her hand and it's just your movements drawing the mustache as you're trying to struggle and then, well, something is on your face, like the ink is sticking to your face, but this, you know, it's... The ink is kind of more liquid in in this state, and so it's you sense it dripping a little bit down your face. Um, but and before everything just drops, I will with some druid craft send, do some like uh, wind on her face so it dries. <laughs> okay, there's some of it that is just <laughs> spattered to the side. <laughs> No, you, you know, it's like when you have water and you blow on it and the water just spreads. No. It's kind of what's, what happens. But you, there's a little gust of wind in your face, a little little tiny um, that you, you you barely it barely does anything other than spread the ink. I'm uh, gonna say that uh, right now, Emily is just laughing a lot because it's very ticklish. I, just the I, quill. I dropped the the pen. We're even. <laughs> it's 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 a feather, so there's there's some resistance, yeah, but it falls. <laughs> I look at the, the feather, and I, and I go away. Well, it just takes a little more time because it's still weighted on the end, but it takes a little bit more time than just a microphone drop. Um, all right, Emily, do you want to go see how you look? Yeah, I want to see how I look. <laughs> well, Vesper, I'm going to say you just witnessed this whole thing. Uh, I'm over here pinching myself trying to make sure I'm not still dreaming. On a stash draw reaction, I'm just... <laughs> Hajral is, is, is still thinking about waking up for his morning prayer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Emily, you find a, a little uh, basin of, of water where you kind of see your reflection, kind of. Um, it's, I mean, the, it seems that the spreading of the ink, it was a natural 20, but it's, it seems that the spreading of the ink kind of just makes the mustache look hairier. <laughs> I look at my reflection, and I'm like, well... As an actress myself, I kind of respect. I kind of respect it. 
and I don't wash it, I just leave the, the room. <laughs> Vesper, what do you do, Vesper? She's just like confused as hell, like no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> She's gonna go get in the boys' room. <laughs> well, let's uh, cut immediately to Hasdrowl as he as he is asleep. You suddenly wake Hasdrowl um, from your slumber. Let me let me remove the shenanigans uh, the shenanigans song now. Unless, unless you, Mick, want to get onto some of you, some shenanigans yourself. Uh, it's not on my plans yet, let's see. <laughs> um, but anyway, Hashrael, um as you get up, as you wake up, um, G is not there anymore. Um, it seems he might have left, uh, he might have left earlier. And... In that moment of, of coming back from sleep, you you remember the words you heard um, last night when you asked your god for guidance. Well, I certainly don't remember them. No. Well, it was <laughs> it was something akin to "You gotta go where the wind blows, my young yeah, the fella." The wind blows. Yeah. Um, I got that. So. With that, with that in mind, you have a, a deep sense within yourself now of not just, maybe I should follow these fools, but also a sense of responsibility. And not just for them. Just a sense of responsibility to help with whatever really is happening um, and you're not quite sure where that sense has come from but it's something that you just naturally wake up with I wake what do up do? feeling responsible as fuck <laughs> <laughs> this is what Hazrael says when he's alone it's how he's, he talks <laughs> this is how he talks when he's alone so, what do you want to do, Hasrael? Do you want to go meet them downstairs? Uh, I get out of bed, get ready, put my put my armor back on, I suppose. <coughs> Sorry. It's fine. Oh, you yeah, hear Vesper go. sneeze out of your door, outside of your door, <laughs> and as you open it, well, Vesper's there and seems to have been struggling with some allergies. Ah, <laughs> uh, Hasrael. Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, I'm not dreaming you, am I? <laughs> am I dreaming you? <laughs> <laughs> this is quite the eventful morning. <laughs> oh, where's Gramps? <laughs> the, good Dina. question. Where, where is he? Well, it's, you would be the one to know, I suppose. I thought he was sleeping in your room. <laughs> I did not hear anything. I apologize. It seems he might have left during the night. All right. Um, I, uh, Violet and Emily have already gone downstairs. We should go. I just... Um, be careful of them. Okay. 
Wait. It's a. It's been a weird morning. <laughs> Did they kidnap G? I, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> All right. Product of the ages, I guess. Um, <laughs> let's meet downstairs. Let's go. <laughs> I close my. I close my door, and I walk down. Very well. So as you, all of you guys walk down, uh, you notice G uh, is already there and he's at the table with the kid uh, with little Adelphios. And um, he seems to be, um, I would say forcing is the word, but he seems to be kind of standing guard next to him, like on top of the table, just standing on top of the table, make him the, making the kid eat. Um... <laughs> And immediately as you as you guys come down, um, there's a man sitting uh, by the bar. He looks like a um, a young fellow uh, that walks immediately up to Emily with uh, a little. Um, he seems like he's carrying a little package, um, and he goes up and and up to Emily. He's shorter than Emily, kind of at chest height with her. And he goes, uh, "I I I heard that." You you must be the Emily, right? You're supposed to be traveling with elf and, and dragonborn and lizard folk, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a very nice mustache, uh, lady. This Thank is for you. I receive it. All right. Bye. <laughs> and he, he runs away. And you got a package with you. It's a rectangular also, package. Around this time, I, I arrived downstairs, I suppose. And mm -hmm. I see Emily with the mustache. I, just... I slowly walk to her. What happened? I woke up like this. <laughs> it grew during the night. No, Emily's no longer a kid. She has a beard. She yells, yells out from the table. <laughs> Did you perchance drink anything out of the ordinary yesterday? Did I? Hmm. I Maybe. slowly reach my finger to uh, touch the mustache. I assume I feel it's ink, not real. Do you do you let him touch the mustache, Emily? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I it smudges a little bit. Very slightly poke it to not damage the fragile package that is Emily with my <laughs> dragonborn fingers. <laughs> it, it smudges uh, a little bit. Ah. Uh, okay. I I see what Vesper was talking about now. <laughs> he looks at Hajral and just nods. <laughs> so I I look back at her and I, I just slowly go back to my corner, I suppose. <laughs> but G invites you obviously to sit at the table with him. Yeah, yeah, and um, I go. yeah. So what do you guys want to do? I want to open the package. You want to open the package? <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Okay, so you hear the scrounging of, uh, of the, the, the little paid parchment package, and as you open it, it is a copy of the Magical Journeys of Big Blue. And there is a little card on it um, that's, <laughs> that says... Oh, no. um, <clears throat> I know you must have been busy but I'd like you to have this. Kent. Aww. Kent, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm surprised. Wow. 
Uh, actually, um... There's <laughs> <laughs> some mistakes. Bu bu busy, busy is uh, written with an I instead of an, an U, a U. And uh, there's there's a few there's a few grammatical errors there. There's like a comma like where it shouldn't. Backwards e. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a busy b i z z y. Yeah, I've been busy. But um, that's what you get. Uh, I think after this morning, this won't face me. I just <laughs> <laughs> I store it in my back. All right, you store it. You have a, a, now a copy of the Magical Journeys of Big Blue with you at all times, Emily. Yay, I can read it. <laughs> well, let's I'll try see. try to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, poor What kid. are you guys doing? Um, <sighs> uh, what, what time did the king say to meet him? Just in the morning? He just—I don't think that he mentioned the time. I can't—I can't just think he just told you that he would send for you, that Hello. someone would come look for you. This is morning, right? Yeah, you're morning. Morning right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just—I uh, call the waiter. Uh, yes. That was fast. Uh, morning. Um, morning. You, you guys want anything to eat? I sure do. You want to buy for me? <laughs> I, I don't want anything. I just look at him. Uh, <laughs> so I ask, no one answers. And only he answers, and I'm just like in the symbol. Thank you guys. I, I appreciate this interaction. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just like, um, you know, and I start like. Stro <laughs> stroking my mustache. Oh, that's, uh, I'm a bit distracted this morning. That's some nice facial hair. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baguette. Okay. Baguette. Oh, I, I, I stopped stroking my mustache. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll get some bread. Good old bread. Yeah. Right Good on. Bread. Are you high? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty low. I'm pretty short. <laughs> I think we deserve something. We should treat ourselves for our efforts. Don't you agree? I it's agree. It's morning. I think I need to go back to bed. <laughs> huh. It's one of those days. Should we eat? Because maybe the king will give us food for free. The king? Yeah, do you want to go party? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's just a child. Don't listen to her. I have a mustache. She has Where a beard. Like a child? Not, yeah, it's just not a not a child. Hmm? I'm confused. Okay, Mister Two Bread. Just, two just give us the best breakfast <laughs> that you you had. You have. I you, will you, have you want two bread, bread too? <laughs> I I turn to 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 follow bread. You want bread too? Just 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 bring us the best breakfast you have. All right. So you you guys want um, that is subjective, Violet. <laughs> it's fine. You want the you want the sausages and you want the cheese and you want yeah. the beans. 
Do you want the beans? You you want maybe uh, some some blood sausage as well? All of that. You want, yes, you yes. want do you want some greenery? No blood maybe sausage some, for me, please. No blood sausage <laughs> for you. All right, no blood sausage for the dragonborn gentleman. Nice. <laughs> so any, any any anything else? No, just that. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> for you to go. Thank you. <laughs> uh. Okay. And <laughs> the, the well, man I leaves. I apologize for her, but thank you. Yes. All right, right, right. And he leaves. <laughs> the breakfast is brought to you later on. But is there anything yeah, wait, you guys want to... Before the breakfast, just as soon as he leaves, I just <clears throat> turn to those... Velox Moors, we're, we're, you're very keen with social interactions, I see. I thought my times of pilgrimage and barely speaking to people would put me in big lows, but... You managed to stop me. So. Look, I, I wasn't born to talk. I was born to fight. You were? Yes. Did you, like, come out ready to fight like your mom? Like my mom? Yeah, you were born to fight. Did you, like, were you born and just ready to fight your mom? Okay, uh, I know you have a mustache, but... I think I need to talk to you about how babies are made. Oh. Gramps, no. <laughs> I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> the kid, the kid, Adelphios, he's sitting down. Uh, I'd like to hear that. Adelphios, no. You are too young. <laughs> uh, okay. And he goes back to eating. <clears throat> I'll just ignore everything that is happening on the table <laughs> and I will try to grab the book of the um, the the health the health book oh inferna ciencia you're gonna grab it uh I'll Here? just try to see no uh, just like um, b below the table mm -hmm. and just try to see if it burns okay you place your hand down onto the bag of holding and you sense the book meet the hand S it begins searing it I say shit, and I release the book, and just. <laughs> I look very, very surprised. I look under the table, see what. <laughs> well, you see everyone's legs. Did a fire elemental just randomly appear here? What? <laughs> is is my my hand burned? Uh, no, it, it wasn't enough okay. to take damage, but it was it was burning. It stung. Shit. Um. I will, need, I will need your help later, uh, Vesper. I will ignore everyone else. <laughs> How can you ignore that mustache? Sure, Violeta, what do you need? Do you remember <laughs> I released the deceiting hiss? The hissing deceit. Yes. <laughs> no, I say it like that. I say it also, like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the thing that came out of Callisto, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm... I might be wrong here, but... She... It's... They... That thing... Might be in the, the book. <laughs> what? We, we, we might find some references of it in the book and know what it is and what it wants. So oh. we are prepared for... At this point, I thought it was literally inside the book with all these <laughs> things going on. 
you know <laughs> everything <laughs> our life purpose is inside the book <laughs> literally would not doubt anything at this point but uh sure i'm not sure how i can help with that but <sighs> um i i can't really touch it it burns and i think ah. it's because i'm associated with a god ah yes the um not not the Emily hand, but the other one. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the Emily is associated with the god. <laughs> you 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 call Me? yourself you a god, Emily? MD MD Emily, so <laughs> That is a That is heresy, Emily. Please have some respect on, on <laughs> god names. Oh, I was First just, heretics. I was I was just choking, I'm sorry. Perhaps one day, Emily, but we need to have respect. One day? There's a chance! Yes, perhaps one day you can become <clears throat> a higher being with a mustache so big it can be seen from the moon. But until then, we need to respect. Wow. And I just like shut up for good and I just stare in the sky just imagining that. Violet just says, may Meodref bless me with patience. <laughs> and what I the get fuck up. is happening, man? <laughs> I, I get up and I just go for a walk <laughs> outside. I'm just like I can't I'm nervingly waiting for the breakfast. I'm just... <laughs> Wait, we have the breakfast. No, you ordered the... This was before the breakfast. You ordered this the breakfast. Now the you don't eat the breakfast. You gotta eat the breakfast. The man brought you the breakfast. Yeah, no, I wait for the breakfast. The breakfast come and I... <laughs> but she went! She went away! Yeah, I'm talking to Violet. Violet went away. Oh, so that's well, my camera. She knows I'll what just she wait does. for the for the breakfast. I grab a blood sausage and I just go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> sausage. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. And then you you go outside and there's one of one of the the, the people from the Sogak shouter shouting out Korath Brinejaw from the Abyssal Song! And then he looks at you and goes Elven woman walks streets with sausage! <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> Not hell! <laughs> I can't say that now! You've lost your paladin level. Yeah. Too late. Oath broken. <laughs> Vesper uh, whispers to G, Are you sure I can't stay behind with you? <laughs> I'm less sure at each passing moment. Things got weird this morning. <laughs> I just, uh, I just like focus on the breakfast. I don't even. I'm locked away from the outside at this point. All right, so you guys each get your little moments uh, here in this morning. Um, I'm gonna ask before you are called by uh, the Kralkoyu. Is there anything that you, that each of you, would like to accomplish before you go there? Um, maybe just try to try to see if the port is open already. All right. Wait, um, wait, before 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 that, please. Uh, when we finish breakfast, I turn to Emily and I go. You can't go see the crocodile with that thing. What thing? And I like I went so far into my imagination that I <laughs> completely forgot I have a mustache. The the little things you have on your face. Have food, and I just like like wiping it down. <laughs> oh, the oh the mustache oh, no. is beautiful now. Does it wipe <laughs> away the mustache, or does it further embellish it? 
It embellishes it, indeed. Huh. Do, do I still have it? Yes. Oh. Go, um, go in the bathroom and wash it off, maybe. No, no, it, it's it's fine. I cast presentation. To okay. Try, like, um, there's you see a, a little a little thin black smoke come out of your face and then evaporate into nothing as the ink uh, moves away and you're clean now, Emily. Is it gone? Thank Dalgar. <laughs> I think Dalgar. <laughs> 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 I just do a little nod and I get up from the table. <laughs> All right. And I follow outside. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> anyway, regarding the port, um, the port is. There seems to be circulation, uh, people moving inside the port. However, it is not. Um, it's not fully open. There are still guards at the barricades l allowing people in. But they are moving in slowly. Um, and you see also people moving out, some of them pretty weak. Um, and, 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 you know, from the, the time that they spent uh, there without any contact with anybody else. Um, um, can I check if I see Levi? Uh, yeah, sure, you don't. Okay. In that time, you don't see, uh, <clears throat> you don't see Joseph Levi. Um, and the moment I see Emily coming to me. I say, pathetic. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I start quiet. Okay. And I just go. Right Nobody's doing anything about the crying Emily. <laughs> I'm so confused. She needs to be in the kid, man. I didn't see this. <laughs> I, I am. I am trying to educate. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> in the harshest way possible. Oh yes, pathetic word. <laughs> it's like Violet is a boss in a game and just looks at you, <laughs> tarnished. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Um, so, if there's, is there anything else? Do you guys want to do the book thing before going there, or do you want to do the book thing after? I would say before it's good. Like, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Let's get out. <laughs> so the Portuguese okay. slip. Um, all right, I'm so crying if... right now. <laughs> so if I'll just wait for Vesper then. Okay, so I'm going to say that you guys find like an alleyway so you don't open up a book about the nine hells out in the open. Um, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> and uh, Or you go back to your rooms for a short, uh, a short moment. Um, and Vesper, you have uh, the book in your hand. It is uh, sort of this, this metallic. You had seen them uh, flip through, but now holding it, it is heavy. Uh, this this metallic bound or metal bound book um, that has all of these these faintly red glowing runes uh, sort of carved across it. Oh my God! Yeah, cover the butthole, please. We're streaming here, Artorius of the Abyss. <laughs> Get your butt out of our face. Um, but you managed to open, you managed to open the, the book nonetheless. <clears throat> what are you looking for here? Okay, I, I'll so. just try to point out and try to, <laughs> I'll uh, turn guide the pages her. for her. I'm like holding it, turning the pages for got her. Got it, got it. Okay, just, just try to find something related to hissing 
uh, uh, snakes uh, hissing deceit. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe, maybe some, some kind of um, um, sea, hell, I don't know. Um, Violet, I, I don't understand any of this language. <laughs> and just as you say that, after holding the book for a little moment, everything rearranges into a language you understand. <laughs> Look at it again. <laughs> I take that back. I can read Shit, I this muted. now. Am I close to them? Uh, I would say you, you'd all be gathering inside of uh, your room for this moment here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also join in, like trying to look at the book. Very well. Um, as you are not the one level. holding it, you don't seem to understand the language uh, that is written on it, uh, and you can only see some pictures. The book has pictures, which is good. Um, but it, uh, it, it still, Vesper, you're the only one able to read it. And you're going to search for kind of what she's talking about. So I'm going to say, since everybody is here, and uh, I will allow, obviously, Hajral to give you guidance if you would like to, um, I would love that you'd make an investigation check for me with advantage. With advantage. Hajral, you're giving the guidance? Yeah, yeah, I will, I will give guidance, yeah. All right. That's a d4, right? Yeah, extra d4. I'm still crying. <laughs> 17. Plus? 19. All right, 19. That's uh, actually enough. So, you do find something about the hissing deceit. And you find something that is very powerful. Uh, well, not that you wouldn't exactly know this, but you, f you find... You find, you, you find yourself kind of comforted by the fact that you know this you know the Hissing Deceit's name. It is Gwenwin. And Gwenwing, Gwen, <clears throat> Gwenwin, the Hissing Deceit, <laughs> is an archdevil. Oh no. Oh no. And she is the ruler of the third layer of the Nine Hells, Twill. T-W-Y-L-L. Now, the depiction that you find of uh, Gwenwin in, in the book is akin to what Violet described, and you can point the, the picture that Violet see, sees it, but it is not quite what Violet saw. In this depiction, she has pale green skin and the glossy black hair that looks like snakes with yellow glowing eyes, but she has these short, forward-pointing black horns with bright green highlights on them, as if it was, like, poisonous in a way. And half of her body is that of a snake. Hmm. Now... This is what came out of Kalisto. <clears throat> uh, very similar, but... It didn't have the horns, or... She, she was a full... Uh, humanoid. Yeah. You find something else, Vesper, on a 19. <laughs> if, you, if you would like me to, to tell you as you probe through. Uh, you find... You're talk, you talk to Violet. Violet has mentioned that you have... Um, that, that, that this creature came out, out of uh, Callisto. And... 
although you had not found before, or at least you don't recall ever you guys talking about it, discussing this, you do not find any rituals or any summoning things regarding uh, a Gendor, which was the one who lurks beneath from the Abyssal Song. It was not in this book. Um, however, in this case, since it's the only one you've seen so far, there is an ancient ritual there that can be used to summon Gwenwyn, but not quite. Just allow her to take shape in here. And this... this I'm, I'm about to say a name. I might butcher it. And you guys might not understand it. But the name of the ritual is the Mille Mendacium Mortis. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I can type it out for you. At, at, at I'm some, guessing, but... At some know. point. Um... <laughs> And as you as you look at the as you look at the text and you kind of focus on it, um, it rearranges into something that you sort of understand, um, and it roughly translates to the one thousand lies of death. Uh, sorry, lies of death. Lies of death. Yes, not of P of like death. Lies of P. <laughs> um, anyway as you look into this rit ritual it seems that if one is to summon uh, a form of Gwenwyn one is required to build a bridge of souls towards or to her realm and for that they must be a part of a murder that is shrouded by lies so you either must trick someone to murder someone, or you must you must you you know um, order someone to to um, lie about a certain murder and or, or committing a certain murder. So it has to be sort of a deceitful situation where a lie, specifically a lie or a trick of sorts, is involved in the murder. That's what. Kalisa was trying to do with like the the captain. She tried us to murder her, and she lied yeah. for it to happen. But you were like, so no, punched. <laughs> so Kalisa was trying to summon her. It thing. I'm gonna say, um, <laughs> as things process in your mind as you're reading this and you're typing it or telling it, saying it out loud to Violet. It comes to your mind that it might have been Callisto's purpose all along that Violet killed her. And that Callisto was the final death uh, for the monster to be summoned. Because the, the, the way you, you start looking at how Callisto spoke, how, how Callisto threatened Violet's daughter, and then used an innocent man... Uh, ordered the murder of an innocent man and and it it begins kind of she has tons of other assassins this is an innocent man that is he's a captain of a ship why is why is she asking violet and everything starts coming constructing itself in your head in your head that uh callisto might have had an ulterior motive and this may have been it that bitch but why it's me. Does it I'm say that bitch. Anything about like 
what Gwen 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 Gwen? Like, yes. Like what she does or has motive? Like is it just like kill everything? Like hundred percent desires. I <laughs> um, it, it gives you, and even on a 19, I mean, you're able to interpret it more and more information as the text kind of, uh, comes into a, um, a language, into the language you understand. Uh, so Twill is the third layer of hell where liars are punished. And this is a, it, it's depicted as a poisonous bog of sorts, uh, like a, a, an infinite swamp of green mist. Uh, which, as you read out loud, Violet remembers seeing uh, inside of that um, dimension. And inside of that place, it is pretty common, or the way you kind of climb up the hierarchy in there is through lying. Um, you are punished as a liar by having other people lie to you and you being kind of forced to believe it and being constantly disappointed by the lies and so that's the punishment that souls uh take in on there and eventually as as the torture process happens further and further there's a chance that they create a devil and then devils contribute to the cycle continuing on so the chief the chief um motivation of gwenwin is the punishment of liars, um, but she is a liar herself, and liars pride in manipulation. And so um, that may be kind of sort of the danger that you guess from her, that you ascertain from reading this, is this is an, a highly manipulative entity, and it is an archdevil stuck in a layer of hell, now loosened into Free. the world. Yay. I'm assuming that Callisto had a kind of a pact with her. Um, so Callisto does the killing and the lying involved. And with that, she is released. Maybe she was going to give something to Callisto in return. But now she's dead. If, if I may interject here, uh, just for a moment, I'm sorry. Uh, to, to bring clarification, the hissing deceit did give something to Callisto. She ate her soul. So she doesn't end up in the hells or whatever, right? In I don't torture. know. That's up to you guys. Maybe? <laughs> That's up to you guys to figure out. Oh, fuck. We're going to have to deal with this, aren't we, Violet? Probably. But right now we can't do anything. We don't know where it, where it is. We, we don't know anything about it, so... We just continue our lives, and whenever it pops up in our path, we just... destroy it. So, for each good we do, we release a devil into the world? I think this one was the first one. I hope it's not a constant modus operandi with this group. We already <laughs> did good deeds, so this one was just an exception, I believe. Well, um... So we have to look out for this thing. I would assume... I, I don't know. 
well, yeah. And <laughs> whatever we are fighting in the m main stage, <laughs> it's probably... Well, not probably. is maybe as much dangerous as this is. Although I have a feeling that Callisto was likely trying to release her before even we came into town, so... Right. Might have just expedited it a little bit. It would happen either way, <laughs> probably. Well, let's well. tell ourselves that and move on. Um, I would also like to, to add to this, just for clarification for anybody who didn't watch the previous episode, this entity... Um, in the, the, the conversation that, that it had with Violet, it seemed to be interested in some way in helping um, mortals right. against whatever danger is out there. Uh, and it spoke, I believe, I don't recall exactly the, the dialogue, but I, I believe it spoke directly about the Weaver um, yeah. when it talked to you. And it, it meant to assist mortals in that, uh, in that regard. So, uh, although it is an archdevil, and one that likes to lie, this is what they, they said. And she's called the seat. She's, she's <laughs> called the hissing the seat, yeah. The seat, the car seat. So, I don't I don't trust her one bit. So I I'm with you on that. But for now we can do nothing. Just keep our eyes peeled. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? Yes. Emily starts crying even harder. <laughs> Just like she, a child. And she uh, points at Violet and says, The danger is you! You casted a spell on me! And I start, like, storming off. Because <laughs> after, uh, like, the friends ends, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, know it was magic. You know it was magic. Yeah. I finally realized, like, what was going on. I was like, what? <laughs> what happened? Oh, well. I'll take care of it. I'll, oh. I'll just I'll go to Emily again I don't know if just friends again. <laughs> or I'll try to run in my heels <laughs> well you can you fight in them you can run in them episode 16 she remembers <laughs> <laughs> she has heels <laughs> I'll just run after her right, Emily wait no pathetic <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Emily, Emily, I know. <laughs> this is the running animation. Is <laughs> Emily, please, I already have a name for our band. No, those are lies. <laughs> are they just like just running in a circle? Or <laughs> I'm going to quibbles. I'm going to I'm just going after her. No, no, we'll no I with... run. She runs like this. I run. <laughs> I'll run even fast. I will. I will put my 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 abilities to use, but um, I, I won't. Well, when they start... I'll just run as fast as I can. When they start running, I'm like, I turn to to Vesper and the rest. Is like, uh, are we supposed to? I I I think I... Um, we let her right, Vesper. Yeah, does think this is not one we want to get involved in. Because <laughs> she didn't handle it the first time, I don't think she's gonna handle anything. Well, well, well look, 
Vesper knows Violet pretty well. I'm gonna defer to her on this. You think Violet can handle this one on herself? No, but she'll mm. figure it out. <laughs> well, so we're staying. Anybody want to play some cards while they deal with this? Uh... <laughs> deal me out, cramps. All right. <laughs> so, you win, Hasdral. You win on a you win on a little game of you win on a little game of cards. Uh... Just I just uh just sit down with them. Is the uh, kid still with us? Yeah, the kid's there. He, he, and he goes. Uh, he goes, okay, guys, I don't know if you've ever played. This is a, a pretty famous game. Uh, this is called Wizardry the Reunion. Let's uh, let's play this. <laughs> and he starts uh, handling out different cards to, to, to all of that you guys. Is, I, I like that game, but it's almost as good as Catacombs and Creatures. <laughs> yeah, we got to play that sometime. We got to play that sometime. We got to find a, a Catacomb Chief. Before we before we can do that, it's been ages since I played some catacombs and creatures. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that. Maybe I'll be the catacomb chief. <laughs> All right. Emily, <laughs> <laughs> we zoom out again. <laughs> oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> no. Wait, Can't I you just... see? I'm running after you still. I'm very sorry. Woman runs after woman with blood sausage in hand. I already ate it. Woman already <laughs> ate blood sausage. I started ignoring and I just continue running. Emily, I'm trying to educate you for you to be the greatest bard that ever existed. So you're telling me I'm not the greatest bard already? Yeah. Shit. That's <laughs> Keep running, Violet! <laughs> of course you are! are you just like we gonna... are always always learning. Always. Are you just gonna make a full lap around the city until you <laughs> No, I'm running back now towards you. Like where we were in the beginning. Oh, so you're you're, you're going yeah, around? Going and... back, yeah. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Oh gosh. One moment. One, one moment. What are your movement speeds? Oh, good question. 30. 30. <laughs> oh, I <Okay. laughs> <Okay, yeah. laughs> We're in a vortex. We're time-looping. <laughs> if you run fast enough and for long enough, maybe we'll create a, we'll create some, a flashpoint thing here. Uh, anyway, you guys, uh, you guys uh, are running around the city still. People are looking at you, but no one's saying anything. Please continue. I want to watch this. Emily! <laughs> Police! <laughs> Violent police! <laughs> uh, I, 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 I see you as my daughter. I'm trying to educate you. I stop. What? I bump into her. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, I fall? Like, of course you fucking fall. <laughs> can, can I? Can I do my inspired yelp? <laughs> <laughs> you did the most musical yelp of all time. <laughs> we both fall on the ground. Mm -hmm. I put my hand on her face. No, not again!
try to make you a stronger woman. You're saying I'm not strong? You're still learning. That's of true. course, you are young. And you're going to have a lot to learn through your life. And I'm trying to teach you the best I can. I'm not the greatest teacher, not nor the greatest mother, obviously. But I'm trying my best. Why did you call me pathetic then? <laughs> because... <clears throat> because... I was trying to teach you a lesson. By dry drawing at you in your face, like you did to me. I didn't draw in your face? <laughs> that's... that's... that's your hand! <laughs> you drew on my hand. The teacher becomes the student. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I wanted you know to feel special, and maybe you wanted my autograph, so you could look at your hand and remember me. I wanted While to teach you fighting? that all your actions have consequences. So you better start thinking <laughs> about what you do, because <laughs> things happen <laughs> after that. Sometimes you release an arch devil into the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tony just like, just like randomly taking a cell like, yeah, this is the most important interaction so far. This is worth my, my full attention. I, I have to think. And I wanted to teach you in a, in, in a small gesture. Because one, one day you're going to do big poopy. And it's going to fall on you. Oh no! <laughs> okay, Emily shits up. I guess. <laughs> I I'm gonna say that that whole thing just went above Emily's head because she's not very bright. <laughs> okay, one one day you're going to make a mistake, and that mistake is going to fall on you. So <laughs> there's a cloud in the shape of a six <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> That's what I wanted to teach you. And it was with a drawing. So you learn. Did I? One day I would do not it going again. to be a drawing. What? I would do it again. You won't? I would. <laughs> Emily! <laughs> Wait, uh, does Violet still have the Emily written? I'd yeah. say so, yeah. Like, why didn't you wipe it out? Because, why would I? It's something made by you. I... Mistake, apparently. I didn't clean the mustache. <clears throat> it's still here. Underneath. Emily? We don't lie to each other. In Velox Morse. You just cast a spell on me. That was different. <laughs> So I can cast spell? That on was you? to prove a point. Oh, oh really? Okay, I cast message and I go <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not nice. My spell didn't hurt. That oh. one uh. It did. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Oh. <laughs> it was for a greater purpose. What greater purpose? Didn't you learn anything from what I just said? No! <laughs> well then, 
I need a day to think. I get up. And I'll go to the, the rest of the party. I need a day to think. You'll go hey, where? She takes time. And, and it's, it's actually true. It's actually true. She does need a day. Yeah. For the lesson to process. Yeah. All right. You'll go where? Sorry, I didn't understand. I'll go to, uh, to you. I can make your way back because you've been running marathons. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can make your way back pretty easily. Violet, are you following back? <clears throat> no, I am. I'm going to find a florist. Okay. Can you roll to see who won at the card game. We'll do that <laughs> when we get there. We'll do that. We'll do that. All right. Um. Okay. Sure. You want to find a florist? Um. Do you? I see this is an important moment, so it's time for me to make up a character. Uh, you <laughs> you oh, no. walk inside, or, or you find a, a little small shop um, right at the... I'm going to say you guys were hanging out by the descent, so I'm going to say this is by the descent. So the, the, the lowering... Um, or should it be at the rise? It'll be, we'll do it at the rise. Um, at at the, the one that comes from the, the port, the, the neighborhood that climbs up uh, the hill on which Sogak stands. Um, you find this little um, a little shop. It's, it's about a room-sized. Uh, <clears throat> um, and inside, you find a sort of hunched over... Um, really old tiefling lady. Her skin is kind of green, uh, but her uh, her cheeks are kind of droopy and her nose is droopy. Um, and she has she has really really big horns, uh, but they're kind of like gray at the tips. Um, and as you walk in, she goes, "Oh, hello. Good morning. Good morning." I am trying to find um, a very specific kind of flower that I don't know the name. But well, maybe with the description you can... I am the greatest okay. florist in Sogok. <laughs> That's why I came here. Right. Um, so I will try to describe to her the flower Emily showed to the guard. Like a lot of sessions... Mm -hmm, mm hmm Before. And she she goes, oh, I might have something. You know, I do love giving flowers to the young people. My grandson, Quibble, I used to give him all the time. But then, but then he stopped visiting and he's not that far away. Well, hold up, let me find something. And she <clears throat> moves to the back of the store, goes through or removes two, two or three flowers from a little vase she has there. And she uh, places them in front of you. And one of them is the same as the one Emily showed. This flower is not from here. It is exotic. It's from... Kaifa. The other continent. Oh, right, right. Uh, okay, so this one right here, 
Mm. Can I have a bucket of it? A bucket? Who do you think okay. I am handing out flowers in buckets? <laughs> He's what a kind of devilry? <laughs> I'm the one with the horns, but what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Give me like five or six. All right. And she goes back, grabs five or six. She places them. So what is the motive? I want to say sorry hmm. to my. Mm. <laughs> to. To to a, a kid lover. that is very special oh. to me, not a lover. No. Oh, okay. You do to... have the face of someone who fucked up. <laughs> I did. But uh, yeah, uh, she's a young lady. As I, I see her as a as a daughter to me, mm. but um, she's mm. she's mad at me because you I am not up. the greatest mother. Yeah. I did. All right. Well, let, I'm going to say this, since you do look very deeply sorry, and these are exotic flowers, I will charge you only a total of 65 gold for these seven flowers. A lot similar to your grandson. She smiles. <laughs> Her cheeks kind of like raise. Oh, like a Grinch smile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very similar. Okay, I'll give her the fifty-five. Sixty-five. Oh geez, I just I just had it at its fifty-five. I didn't want to. Okay. Can you give me the money? <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want perhaps a little special arrangement for the flowers? Maybe a vase. <laughs> Yes, yes, a vase and some uh, sprinkled water on them, so they, they last. Sprinkled water! Okay, that'll be extra ten gold. Yes, yes, she deserves it. She does, <laughs> and so do I. And <laughs> she grabs uh, this little... Uh, actually, how would you like the vase to be, Violet? How would you like it? To, the, 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 how, how would you like it? Um, I want the vase <laughs> to be um red mm -hmm. with some um, uh, white flowers, just like the colors of Emily Emily clothes. Okay. Um, why did I talk like her? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got too into character. <laughs> what the fuck? I my my back hurts. <laughs> And I want more money suddenly. Um, so, you she gives you the vase. She places the flowers and actually adds a little few extras to embellish the the whole situation. Now, I'll say this: I, I want to give them or give the people watching and give give everybody a visual of what those flowers were. Emily, do you remember like the color of that flower? Not at all. Do you want to come? Do you want to come up with it now? Uh, yeah, kind of like a daisy, almost. 
All right, a daisy. But and, and you want it to have like the same color as a regular daisy, or since we are playing in a fantasy world, do you want it to have like I don't know Hulk colors? Blue. Blue. All right. For the dragon. So you uh, you find those flowers that the lady gives them to you, and what you choose to do with them now, Violet, that is up to you. Okay. <clears throat> I will grab them. I'm not going to put them in the in the bag of holding because mm -hmm. well. But I will try, since I have a belt, mm -hmm. I will try to tie the... Bad idea. The, okay. I will I will bring it in my hand. <laughs> but right. when I come closer to them, I will try to hide it in my bag. All right. Uh, as you're kind of walking about town, Elven Woman walks with Vaz! <laughs> the news are getting pretty scarce around here. Um, <laughs> so you, you move back. I'm going to say... Let's let's go now before Violet arrives to the moment of the game. Um, oh, as, as uh, I want to say, as Emily arrives, uh, but, the yeah, game okay. is getting pretty intense. You just hear Hajdral doing. I summon Cauldron of Everest to summon three additional cards from my deck. <laughs> G G is extremely annoyed. Uh, I'm gonna say we're we're playing two v two here. And so it's going to be Gene the Kid versus uh, you and Vesper Hajral. Um, as you make that play, uh, G goes, ah, then I will summon the Avatar of Pain. And he places it on. It has vigilance and indestructible. And the kid goes, oh, oh, he did that. He did that. Let's uh, let's start doing some rolls here. So first of all, I want to ask the the two of you: Are do you guys want to cheat at all or not? Uh, against Gramps, I'm cheating. You're cheating. All right. So I don't need to cheat. I have I have a deck full of Cauldron of Avarice <laughs> to summon three additional cards from my deck. Okay, that's the deck that G gave you. Um, well, anyway. So in this uh, game of Wizardry in the Reunion, Vesper has chosen, or, or Wizardry the Reunion, uh, Vesper has chosen to cheat. And as such, Vesper, I want to ask, how are you cheating here? Are you picking up like the best cards from the bottom of your deck, put them in, in your hand, or what's the cheat going on, going to be? Yeah, I'm just trying to like sneak the cards out and then like. Uh... <laughs> Got it. Let's let's roll a sleight of hand check here. Okay. <laughs> sleight of hand. There we go. 24. Son of yeah. a bitch. You are a great <laughs> cheater. Um, that overcomes everybody's passive perceptions, I, I feel. Even yours. Right, Hazrael? Your passive perception, could you tell me? Uh, how do you see that? It's on the left of the, the character sheet, on the passive stuff. Passive be... perception, um, yes. 18. I mean, yeah, 18. Yeah, it overcomes it. So nobody notices you pick up the cards. Uh, Vesper, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask. What is the one card you just picked up that can win you the game? Uh, uh, I don't know funny card names. <laughs> you just make one up right now. Oh, fuck. I'm not good at that. Whatever's in your head. It's a Azure Azure Eyes uh, Crystal Dragon. No, it's Azure not. It's, it's what it's what Ray wants it to be. Let, let, let the girl think here. Come on. Give us something. It's Roaring Sun. <laughs> Okay. EX. Hey. EX. EX. Oh shit. Um, Switching okay. the games though. 
All right, so now we're playing we're playing Wizardry the Reunion, Ogu, and I guess Bag of Holding Monsters. Yeah, bag, Bagmon. That's what I was thinking. Bagmon. We're playing Bagmon now. Uh, so you you got that card with you. So I'm gonna say we're gonna be rolling d20s here. No, actually no, we're gonna be rolling four uh, d6s per person here. Four d6s. And the card that you have, you can play it at any time you want. We're going to do, I'm going to say, three rounds of this. And you can choose the round in which you play that card. And that card gets you to roll an extra 2d6. All right? I've already lost. <laughs> so you just, you just do what I tell you, okay? So okay. round one, it's what we just described, right? G has played the Avatar of Pain. And uh, our boy has done the, the pot of shit and summoned three <laughs> monsters. Or the so so let's roll four uh, d sixes, please. I'm gonna roll for Gramps and the kid. Sixteen. Okay. Six, Twelve. Twelve. Okay, so Gramps is um, G has rolled seventeen. Let's see the kid. Let's see the kid. Uh, oh, I'm missing one. Uh, the kid has rolled a 15. So, um, I'm gonna say G is facing, is, is dead on facing, uh, Ray. The kid is dead on facing Hasdrael. Each of you have, uh, have scored a point now. Uh, meaning that the game's tied on round one. Round two, you guys get to pick the cards you, you, you play now. I'm gonna ask Vesper, are you playing your son? Oh, I kind of want to save it. <laughs> you want to save it for the last round. All right. Yeah. <laughs> very well. So, give me just a moment. Okay. Second round. G draws a card, places it on, on immediately on the table, um, and you see what seems to be like a very rough depiction of a... of a bat that seems to have, like, humanoid legs. And he says, <laughs> I think I'm putting an end with this with my secret card. The hairy man who flies. <laughs> what do you got? Who goes after me? You go, Hajrel. Well... And I look G dead in the eyes as I raise my card. I summon Cauldron of Avarice to draw three additional <laughs> cards from my deck. I shouldn't have given and him that deck. I take three <laughs> cards, and then I notice, and I summon another Cauldron of Avarice to release three, to get three additional cards from my deck. And I take three cards, and now I use Magic Force. That will allow me to mm. get Cauldron of Avarice to draw three additional cards. Son of a deck. bitch! He's bringing out the pottery class! <laughs> Is that your turn? Uh. <laughs> and I bring another card. <laughs> you never saw this coming, Gramps. Uh. Screaming Moon G Max. The Screaming Moon G-Max! 
and G's one bad eye is twitching aggressively, and the kid goes, Hold on. I am going to counter it with the spell that counters the Screaming Moon GX! And he places down a card that says exactly that. That's going to be his huh. play. But that's where you're wrong. That counters Screaming Moon GX, not Screaming Moon G Max. <laughs> Shit! I made a misplay! <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have trusted you, kid! Vesper, it's and your then turn. the camera just like zooms into the <laughs> virtual like... <laughs> the virtual battle? <laughs> like in Yu-Gi-Oh when it's like the actual <laughs> battle going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's little monsters being summoned right now. Um, the fucking, fucking the, dinosaur screaming moon. <laughs> <laughs> the decks are all enchanted. These are magic decks. Uh, well, uh, wizardry decks. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. so oh, yeah, Vesper, it's your turn. What are you gonna do? Uh, this is still the second turn, or is this the last? This is turn? still the second turn. Oh fuck! I, okay, so I draw, draw a card, and I'm like, fuck. Well, I play. Uh, fuck, I can't think of card names on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you play on the spot. That's the card. What does, on the, what does on the on spot, the spot do? It returns your cards to your hand and they are no longer effective. Shit! Uh, <laughs> you have put me on the spot! And he grabs his cards back and, 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 and places it. And places I them. thought that card was banned. Not in the streets, it isn't. And that's where we're playing. <laughs> final round of the game. Oh, but shit. before the final round of the game, I want you guys to start thinking think of that. Let's roll the second round. Let's roll 4d6 for me, please. Roll 4d6. 13. All right. 17. Gramps has rolled an 18. <laughs> but because of the card you played, his 18 is useless. And because of the yeah. failure of the other kid, of, of the kid in encountering the spell, I'm gonna say his role is useless too. Yeah. So that we keep this this in roleplay. Now, <laughs> as Violet is completely uninterested in the game and just talking to someone else, um, we're going to move into the final round. G looks at his cards and draws another one. It's time to end this. I play. And he raises his tiny arm as high as it gets. <laughs> I play. The clanking golem of bonking! And he places the card down on the on, on the ground, because you guys are playing on the ground, obviously. And you see this, uh, this creature that has... Uh, the card seems like it is a legit playing card, but the drawing of the card seems to have been done by G. And it just <laughs> looks like G. What? Yes. This didn't exist back in my day. It's special edition, bitch. Gramps, you are I stared that in the eyes. And I, I... I put my hand over my knee to think. Hmm. I look at my deck with all the cards that Avarice, Cauldron of Avarice. He's got game. like this many cards, he's just yeah. like holding them in his hands. like that, yeah. 
I grab a card. He's grabbing a card. I summon Cauldron of Avarice to draw three additional cards <laughs> from my deck. Bitch. And now, Anin, I'm gonna ask you to make a roll, and if this roll is good, I will draw a super OP fucking card. Let's do that. Let's do that. What roll would it be? Just what roll, do you give me? Let's just um, let's roll a, a d20. Okay, how broken do you want this to be? Do you want this to be to, like almost game-ending broken? Or yeah, just sure. Let's make it a counter to G's bonking hammer. All right, a counter to to, to his bonk uh, his bonking golem thing. I'm gonna have you roll a d20. Fifteen or above, you get the card you want. I'm you gonna can... get myself guidance. I was gonna say you can guide yourself in this. <laughs> I will. As as I put my hand over the deck, I close my eyes and I make like a prayer in my mind to Dalgar to help me win this game. A 13, and I'll roll a 1d4 with yeah. Guidance. Yeah. Dalgar. <laughs> with a 1 on a d4, it's not, it's not that supreme ultimate card you were looking for. Oh my god. What is it that but you draw? But don't worry, I'll just draw. <laughs> Go ahead. I the play. Screaming Sun EX. <laughs> you, G drops his whole deck. <laughs> screaming Sun EX. That's the perfect compliment to my Screaming Moon. You did. We won. You have achieved. <laughs> you have achieved the alignment. You win the game of wizardry, the reunion. Defeated by I noobs. All right, Sajdral, good job. <laughs> At this moment, I, yeah, I, 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 like I grab her hand instead of high fiving and like, like shake it. <laughs> we, we did it. We did it. I didn't know we had it in us. To be honest, me either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> All right, and at this moment, I'm gonna say as you guys wrap up the game, Emily, um, you have witnessed a little bit of this game. Uh, I would say right towards the end, uh, you witnessed uh, you witnessed the victory moment. Um, if there's anything you want to say as the victors rise from this epic battle, is there a group okay? I like I just got I just got scared because I didn't know Emily was. <laughs> Immersed into the game. <laughs> oh, Emily. Oh, welcome back. Oh, where, where is Violet? You okay now? <laughs> no. Do you need to what happened? talk about it? <laughs> no. I need to think about it. Okay. Huh. And right, Emily. in Did that moment, a woman bursts through. It is Violet coming after Emily. You were you were gonna you were gonna talk shit to me, weren't you? Yeah. I was going to say I was not bursting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm memeing. You, you cue in okay. your walk-in as you want. Okay. I get there with the the hand in my back. There's nothing I can say. To 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 make things right. I know I played it wrong. I was not expecting that reaction. So. Here. 
for me? Yes. Oh. I... I take it. Where do I place this? I don't know. I just... You can... <laughs> you can... You can remove the vase if you want and put it in your hair. Oh! Flowers. Hajral oh. is like standing up as she's... She he just goes like... <laughs> <laughs> no. This is between us. I, oh, I just speak oh, the I, vase. I didn't know if I didn't know if stream could see. I was like, it was like. Yeah, they, they, I, I think they did. I think they did. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. I just picked the vase because it reminded me of you because of the colors. But what's important? It's the flowers. So All right. you can put it in, in your clothes, in your hair, however you wish. I'll place it uh, around like my loot. Try to like. <clears throat> All right. Out. Place it there. Go lazy chain. And I'll I'll give the vase back to to Violet for like the the bag of holding because it breaks. And and whenever from now on, whenever I see uh, the flowers get a little mushy with druidcraft and without anyone seeing, I will put the the flower back up. Yeah, fuck, now that I remember, you could have just druidcrafted them. But the florist part was funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Remarkable. actually, with druidcraft, I, I, need, I need to have the seeds to make it blossom. Oh, there you go. I, I, can't, I can't create one. Look, if you would have told me it, I would have said, fuck <laughs> it, go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it was cool. I met, I met Quibble, Quibble's <laughs> grandmother. Grandma. Yeah. It's fine. Um, as the group is gathered, I will ask you... Once, one last time. Is there anything else you guys want to accomplish, or are we done? We done, I think. I think we're done. <laughs> we're done. All right. For now. A knock comes on the door, and you guys open. Wait, why are we outside? We're no, you we were you we were playing inside the the room. They were playing inside the room. Oh, oh. oh. We were just sitting oh. on the ground. Yeah, they, they were sitting oh. on the ground, the room okay. playing cards. Okay. Uh, so a knock comes on the door. There's a guard of the city of Solgak there. And for the purposes of time, I'm going to say he takes you all up to the shoals, uh, the more expensive neighborhood here of Solgak, with at its center this giant lighthouse made of that blue marbled black stone, but with the marbling kind of just waving and circling through and around it as you reach the Mavi Conclave's building. As you walk inside, um, there is just, just this hallway, um, or, or I, I wouldn't say hallway, but this, this kind of wide lobby of, of the space uh, with a little desk at the center. There are stairs that climb um, up and spiral up at the sides. And in front of you behind that desk, like quite a ways away from the desk, is are, are these like beautiful wooden doors uh, with depictions of the sea and what um, what Hajdral recognizes as the first apparition of Dalgar here in Soguk, depicted and carved on the wood. You are taken by um, a lady here at uh, the Conclave. You are taken upstairs uh, through one of those stairs and inside uh, what's... What, appears to be a um, side room of sorts. 
And in there, in that side room, there is a, a large sort of a long uh, table, wooden table. Uh, and on top of it, there's a chest. And at the table, or, or I would say standing up, uh, you see the figure of the Kralkoyu, um, Okeanus Mavikan, which whom, with whom you are uh, familiar, but for anybody who hasn't uh, seen him yet or, or heard of him yet, uh, he's a male tiefling of sort of dark blue skin with light, uh, lighter blue scar tattoos that form waves around his chest. He's a pretty buff dude. And he's, uh, he's tall and has long, dreaded uh, black hair with, with gray wisps uh, and the little small uh, black and gray horns that kind of barely emerge from his hairline. He has these very beautiful light blue eyes. Um, and I'm going to correct myself on his accent today because I've been doing his accent wrong because I read my notes wrong. So today he's going to be talking to you guys with a different accent. I'm sorry about that, but it's just the way things are. There's a lot of notes and I confuse myself. Um... <laughs> So, as you guys arrive, he goes... He doesn't sound like Quibble. <laughs> as you guys arrive, he goes... Hello! <laughs> no. I just... I was answering... I was answering her provocation. Um, <laughs> he, he says... Oh, Velox Moors, I... I've been expecting you, and I must say that I greet you with the most excitement as the port has begun being cured. And it is all thanks to you, my family, and the people of the city owe it all to you. And welcome to the Mavi Conclave, Velox Moors. Kral Koyu, the king, and I kneel. Oh, please, there is no need to do that. Rise, Hardral. We are brothers of Dalgar. There is no need for such pleasantries. Thank you, my brother. And I rise once again. Now. <laughs> he bows to you as Just well. Just a little. Not, not so dramatic. <laughs> he bows dramatically. <laughs> Bow. Throws it back a little. <laughs> he goes. Drops it low. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, to the window and to the wall. Anyway, uh, he uh, he addresses each one of you individually uh, as you walk in. He goes, he, he bows to Violet and to the Emily um, as well. And he goes, I had thought that perhaps a big ceremony would not be what you wanted exactly. Yes. Was was I right in assuming that? Matter. Quite correct. <laughs> well, I... I decided to do this because I realize that the Abyssal Song may still influence or hold influence over... Uh, well, over the Parliament or over this city, and I figured that if I was to reward you for their destruction, I would maybe provoke things uh, that I did not want to. Namely that they would go into hiding instead of still trying to scrape through out in the open. Uh, and so I've decided that this is just... It's a better, more familiar circumstance. We also have 
things to discuss that you had mentioned you wanted to talk about, uh, correct? I Who? I wanted a party, but I understand. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, the Emily, you are a Bart. Are you not? Yes, and what does that have to do with anything? Well, what that what what that means is that I have arranged for you to have a concert at the Crystal Cove. Like, and you will really not will. guess who will be at that concert with you. Silly and the Ion. Sila and Dion. <gasps> and like, I guess so hard, so much that I like. I just I fall down. <laughs> now that that is dealt with, you, if I remember correctly, had questions. Um, if we had questions... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Flirting with the guards. <laughs> Would you like that man? <laughs> He's yours. <laughs> I don't really remember the questions I oh. had before. Oh, sorry. But... I, can, I can help you guys if you want to. Um, you guys had spoken about two things. So, first of all, you had talked to him about something loosely related to the Weaver, um, and namely Emily's nightmare, or visions. Uh, and you had also wondered if there was anything you could do about G's chest. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, let's begin with the elephant in the room. Um... <laughs> If you check our little uh, guy here, he has a... Hey, I'm not that little. Big tattoo. And big chest. Uh, <laughs> big tattoo. Behave. Gramps. I'm He's sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. He's, he's a king. Um, and <laughs> uh, he goes, That is the symbol of the Abyssal Song. We assumed so. We, while we were investigating what happened, well, this happened. It was not really his fault. I saw it. It was. <laughs> I saw it in, in when I shared the connection with uh, Hasdral. I saw the moment happen. I believe I can help. Do you wish for it to be taken out? I. I turn to G. Do you? Uh, I think so. I. Well, actually, Hasdrell. I. I'm sorry about not being completely truthful about this at first. And I know this is the enemy of your god. It's the enemy of his god too. But he is found it in his heart to ask me if I want to keep it or not. I I want to ask you, Hasdrau, what is your advice? Do you think I can hold this back and use its power, or should I get rid of it? Well, uh, this is not, not Hasdrau. <laughs> 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 yeah, putting these these decisions on me? What the fuck? What am I, uh... Thought you were playing Wizards of the Reunion the whole fucking campaign, no? 
Um, well, um, I think no one but the Kral Koyu would be the most fitting to, uh, to have this decision. I am asking for your you. advice. But if he says it's up to you, G, I think it really is up to you and not me. All right. I'm keeping it. Grounds? I'm keeping this. There's something that... That's been protecting me in this thing. Protecting me from shit outside of it that I don't quite understand. I'm gonna keep it. And if there's a moment... Where... This gets tough. Perhaps the king can help me. And the Kokoi goes... Very well. Those are my thoughts exactly. With that mark comes a certain power. It is dangerous if you let it eat away at you. There will be a moment where this creature may ask you to do things for it. And if those things cause the harm of my people, then we will take it away. Is that a deal? All right, that's a deal. It won't, it won't hurt him, will it? When I take it out of him, it won't. And for now, it doesn't seem to be hurting him, from what I understand. Hey, yeah, Vesper, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Just would it be advisable to take that risk, Kralkoy? Uh, how do you address the king? It's not Kralkoy, is it? Kralkoy or king, however you My prefer. Melod. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say my lord to be more respectful. Uh, well, that is, that kind of meets the other part of our conversation. Um, this thing that I wanted to speak about, I have been having visions. Visions of first great pain. But then, absence of it, but not just of pain, absence of everything else. I am concerned that these visions mean that our world is in danger and not just this place. For while my city cried, I had visions of other places, and I had visions, I had visions of the gods helping, of Dalgar helping. Do your visions have something to do with Agendor or something else? It is something else, it is not the, uh, excuse me, what is Agendor? The Abyssal Song. You've learned the name of the creature. Yes. There's great power in names. Hold it. Okay. But the visions are not f 
from the creature of the abyssal song it is something else it is something that has been here it is fear but intense it is a terror so great but great in more than one way great because it can also create but the things it creates are well horrifying are the visions coming to you while you're up or while you're asleep it has happened in both of both occasions but these visions are shown to me by dalgar he shows me things that either have happened or could happen and I can't help but sense that this is somehow related to you to all of you but regarding the mark you you say this is part of the process the G keeps the mark of it is a defense this thing whatever it is it is it finds it it seeds itself in in a void it is a void that perhaps you and i have filled by dalgar perhaps others have it filled by themselves or someone else once that void is there this thing it wants to take hold of that void and it will make it larger if it was small it is unlike anything I have ever witnessed in my entire life and you say we rely on one of Dolgar's mortal enemies to do this line of defense it's that serious I think it is Whatever may offer us protection and whatever may offer us comfort to fill that void, even if those things are evil in nature, it might be useful to us at the moment. Well, His Highness, if there would be one person to trust about the word of Dalgar, it would be you. But I just pray to him also that you will not be wrong about this. I pray to him that I am not either. It... It feels prophetic. I sense the moves, the movements of our God's brothers and sisters. A great battle is at hand. And Do I, I sense uh, yeah. sincerity from his from his voice, by the way? I'm going to... Since you share a faith with this man, um, you, recognize, you recognize the patterns of, the, of his speech. You recognize the allegories that he uses. You recognize any metaphors that he can make. I'm going to say, without a check, you can... You feel intense honesty from him. Yeah, body language points to it. Okay. Um, and he goes, In this great battle, 
us mortals will be forced to choose a side. And when I say that, I put emphasis on forced to choose, because this creature will not ask, it will take. And I will be there. I hope that you are. If I'm not mistaken, the Emily, you have felt something similar. Yes, but while I was asleep, or uh, when I saw something very bad happening. And what did you see? My old place burning and my parents in danger. So it is as we suspect then. It is connected to the visions that I was having. Did anyone else experience something like this? Eh, me again. <laughs> well, then it's Whatever this is, it must be getting closer and more dangerous with time. If it can reach us all the way here, or reach you all the way here. Do you think... Do you know anything else that you can provide us? I have taken care to look upon Hazrael's thoughts only from the moments that he spent here and... You... All of you, you arrived after he was already here. So, is there anything about this, whatever is happening, that you would like to share? Well, we, we arrived in Sogak because of that. It, hmm. It's our mission to find what whatever it is connected to the creature, or if there is any kind of creature and try to destroy it before it destroys the world. You think this is a creature? Well, to be completely honest with you, we are in this mission because we delivered someone to a group of people and we don't know what they are going to do with him. But it is associated with whatever you described. Huh. Well, uh, if your mission is to stop whatever this is, then it is my mission to help you as well. I have found my connection to my god hampered by this thing and so visions are the only way he can communicate whilst he was much more present before all of this but I can help you I had heard that you were looking for a ship if I was if I was them to remember correctly from last time we talked you yes. may choose from the ones we have under the captain's guild uh, at the port. I can go over the numbers right after. But for now, and he opens up the chest. 
Over here is 500 platinum. We're rich. <laughs> We're rich. Ajal, please. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It's off. It's off. Um, you may take it and use to your liking, obviously. And you are more than welcome in Sogok at any moment that you wish to return. You are our heroes, even if, for now, maybe it is best we uh, keep it low. Most of town already knows, but anyway, <laughs> you are pretty noisy. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I suspect that the situation with the assassin has been solved. Uh, yes, um, she is dead. But there is another problem related to that. The moment I... I <laughs> killed her, um, she released a creature, a humanoid, called the Hissing Deceit. I'm not familiar. We read about it, and... She is <laughs> the ruler of the third layer of hell. And so that might not be good. It is roaming about in my city. I would say in the world. I don't think she actually cares about the city itself, but maybe the world. Well, I... I... Wow. Yes, is it the crowd coy is actually fucking lost for words for a, for a, a moment. Her name is Gwenwyn. So you know her name too. Yes. Then by her name she will be bound. All right. <laughs> okay. You do not know that knowing a devil's name is halfway towards defeating it. Oh. oh, I did not. No. <laughs> well, it is. Names hold power, as I told you. Do I Violet. know why they hold power? As a man of God? For a second. He, he yells out, Violet. Yes, my lord. As you see, names hold power. <laughs> Good point, my lord. Understood. Like mine! The Emily. All right, Hazrael, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, you were asking off character, right? Yeah, I was asking off. I was asking off. Um, you don't know exactly why. Um, I'm going to say, since you have been mostly in pilgrimage in a, a large part of your life, uh, you wouldn't know exactly why, but, I mean, you can ask if you want to know. Yeah, I will ask. Uh, I'm sorry, His Highness. Uh, how exactly... Do names hold this kind of power? Well, I just showed you with your friend Violet. You call them and they come. And <laughs> archdevils are creatures of. Or at least I am told. Creatures of some respect and politeness. If you truly meant to call it, I think it would answer your call. Mm -hmm. Understood. Well, 
if there is nothing else the matter, I would say you. You may go on your way. All of the ships available to you, the sailors have taken the cure. I have made sure that the port of Sogok runs as fast as it possibly can. And you may leave earlier than its opening, if you wish. <clears throat> there was 500 platinum. 500 on platinum on the table. Damn. I will take 100. No, please. <laughs> no, please, take it all. Uh, uh, G is gonna go eh, Violet, I know you're the money gal um, Can I uh, just have uh, two platinum? Sure, take, take, take ten. Oh, he takes ten. Oh, I'm gonna invest this in necrocurrency And he places it back <laughs> I hope you know what you're doing I do Um all right, the the king. If you wish to to ask anything else or talk to the king further, you may. If not, you may um, move on with your lives uh, for the moment, and we can discuss the ships that are available to you guys. When do I play? You it's one day. I'm or... no no no. You're gonna play this day, um, mm -hmm. but we're not gonna do it this episode because we're we're towards the end. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, I just wanted to, since you guys are, can have, I, I would like you guys to have time to discuss um, mm -hmm. what you want to do. Uh, I would like to, if you wouldn't mind, for me to tell you the names of the ship and their uh, yeah, of the yeah. ships to see if you guys. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna only. Well, let's do this. Let's make it fun. Oh no! Not again, please. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you the right? names. I'm gonna tell you the names of the ships. Okay, uh, and I'm gonna tell you the names of their captains and you are going to make your decisions solely based on that we've done this in one in one shot uh, <laughs> but wait but wait no. but wait i'm going to allow you guys to switch it over if you when you see the ship if it's not something that you like okay um all right so here we go uh let me go here let me find the ships if you guys don't mind Right, so, we've got ship number one, the Raunchy Lady. Mm. The name of the captain, whenever you guys are ready, mm -hmm. is Fargrim Oathstone. I'm gonna need you guys to give me the resumes after. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I can, I can uh, give them to you as well. Uh, okay. Second ship, you guys ready? Mm -hmm. The Sinking Song. No. Nope. Ah. <laughs> I like that one. The name of um of the captain is Zargas Alexios. Wait, Alexios. Zargas. Yeah, Alexios. <laughs> there's there's got to be a Cassandra somewhere. Oh wait, I already used it, right? It was the mother of the kid. <laughs> the um finally or not finally, I think. Yeah, no. There's two more. We have the crook, which you guys have seen. Mm -hmm. uh, the captain of the crook being Isel Sablefoot Yaluk. She's known as Sable Sablefoot Sablefoot. And the final one you already know is Joseph Levi with the loader, mm -hmm. or the loader with Joseph. He's not the ship. 
the loader is a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> just making sure. Uh, don't wanna, I don't want to hurt my guy's feelings. There, there have been enough feelings hurt this session. <clears throat> All right. So these are the names um, of the ships. They are all of similar speeds. Uh, but I will tell you, for the purpose of this, that the sinking song is the fastest. If you guys would like to... I'm going to give you some characteristics, okay? Sinking song is the fastest. Mm -hmm. The um, most experienced is the crook. The... Which one is the most badass looking? <laughs> We'll find out. Um, the uh, raunchy lady is the sturdiest. We like sturdy. We do. And um, the loader you guys have seen, uh, it is a loading ship. Doesn't have many weapons. So those, the, the, those are the ones. It can take a lot of cargo if you wish to take the cargo with you this is or any cargo with you this is the ship that takes the most cargo um but it is not um that well defended i would say that maybe we want to go fast because we want to get to other places fast before shit hits the fan maybe or maybe the sturdiest one Because if shit hits the fan, we want our ship to not sink. Yeah. <laughs> And the other one is called the sinking song. I'm just saying. Well, like, it's called the sinking song, but it's still up. It did not sink. But it could sink. And then there's a song, which is also the abyssal song. And maybe bad stuff happens on that show. <laughs> Emily <laughs> just wants this one because it hands it in song. Um... <laughs> I can I can lift I can remind you guys of something too. Um, um, in in if you remember correctly, in well, no, you actually didn't see it. Never mind. I can't remind you of anything because you didn't see it. I I don't wow. think you guys. I never talked to you about ships in Soguk, did I? I so much happened to have a sailor background. You do. There's something special about certain ships in Soguk. There are vessels, boats, small boats in Soguk, that can go underwater. Oh, I don't want to oh. go underwater. The sinking song. <laughs> It's it, like it goes underwater. It sink, sinks. Like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does my sailor intuition? No, no, probably not intuition. But... You're, this, th this is what you guys know now, all right? Uh, we'll make the decision. I, I just want to. I just want to hear which one you guys are excited about, and then if we want to switch the decision, we'll make the description of all the ships. Um, you guys, you guys can switch the decision on the spot, but you're gonna make one of the captains mad because. Okay, right, Emily. Um, anyway, and we'll do Emily's performance as well. So, are we finished with the king? Yeah. Very well. Yeah, we finish yeah. them all. <laughs> Oh my! Wait, Don't do that. In, in what way do you mean? Um, <laughs> hey, you Roll initiative. <laughs> We're finished with the king. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's bring us out or or end today's session. Then, um, as you guys exit the king, 500 or, or the king's um, 
room there with we 500 the king. <laughs> you don't act, we you're finished not... the king and now we're exiting him <laughs> oh god you exit his place um and you i really thought we were going to leave soga today <laughs> i guess not i'm gonna say though this was really fun um yeah it was really fun i had a lot of fun I've never seen such shenanigans in in like in, in uh, just the, the levels of tom of tomfoolery were great today and I just I was feeling a little bit of a tom fool myself um oh. with the the wizardry the reunion thing um anyway guys great job love today's session you did fantastic uh we already talked about the levels at the beginning right so yes, that's yes. that's cleared uh, so yeah, well, to anybody watching, guys, thank you very much uh, for watching us. Uh, bless you, Mizzy, at first thank level. Uh, or so, I'm going to say second level, third level. Um, anyway, okay. thank you guys so much for watching. Really do appreciate you. I want to thank the group again for making this so fun and even engaging on the, the uh, you know, eventual the tomfoolery episode like this one. Um, <laughs> the, the last one was intense on consequences. So, the, the, you know... This one as well. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> well, actually, true. You you had a package and a dream, Emily. And your feelings yeah. were hurt. Oh, my God. Emily's yeah. day is, was just... Yeah. It She's been a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, Emily's day was crazy, dude. And meanwhile, Hazrael was playing cards. Um, he was playing his... I summon Cauldron of Everest. Um, anyway, thank you once again for watching, both on YouTube or listening on Spotify or watching on Twitch Live. Really do appreciate you. I would like to remind you, oh, I hit the microphone, to uh, please follow uh, everybody here involved on this, except for Ray, because she's a ghost. Uh, you can find your links down in the description or uh, linked in the title of Twitch if you're watching this live. Uh, once again, thank you. Thank you so much. I will chapter this episode um, soon, uh, on, so it's available chaptered on YouTube. Um, and yeah, we'll see you for the next one. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.